Hey everybody, Mark Herman, aka LA Bengals fan, and I am joined here for a very special show with my partner in crime, Sam Snyder. This is another episode of Jungle Talk, and this is a very special episode of Jungle Talk because had to cue that up. Couldn't pass it up. How sweet it is. We got the victory horn. We got the mighty ducks quacker. We got everything going on, guys. This is just a great day. Uh, I don't know how else to say it. Um, what what an amazing performance by our team today. Let's just just savor this moment. AFC North champs, and we did it with seventy five percent of the country watching this game. Okay, I mean, I saw the red that West Coast got hosed today because they had to cover the Rams in the morning. They had to cover the charges in the afternoon. This game was not broadcast locally in, in uh, Southern California. But if you had the ticket or some way to stream it, what a great game. Um, Sam, what are your thoughts? Oh, we've arrived, man. We've arrived. That was I mean, just the, just the fact that, you know, people have been hearing about us uh, all year, you know, in our big games. Obviously, we've got some growing pains, so we had some tough losses. Um, but the fact that for this game, playing against this team, um, and the fact that 75% of the country was watching, there's a lot of people out there going, oh, well, I, I heard that they were pretty good, but uh, I didn't know they were, you know, hold Mahomes to three points in the second half good. Um, right. You know, after we dug ourselves a hole and everybody was like, I've kind of probably started writing this off a little bit. Yeah. Come out in the second half. In the second half, the Chiefs touched the ball three times. Yeah. Three times well, in the entire second half. And I was getting a lot of texts at the end of the game about, you know, why weren't we kicking the field goal? And I said, well, let's just see. I mean, clearly there was a chance it played out perfectly. It could not have played out better. Yeah. Getting the first down and then being able and then getting the penalty and just being able to make sure that Mahomes didn't touch it. And I get I know it was a huge gamble, but I get what Zach was thinking in terms of Mahomes just chucks up one deep one to Pringle or to uh, Hill or, you know, we were having our issues downfield and they just get one of these flags and this was an officiating crew i'm not going to complain about the crew i had a bunch of stuff because i thought the holding penalty was bullshit i thought the pi on base was bullshit which led to the which led to the first um touchdown but they were equally bad on both sides yeah. you know they got a bunch of bad ticky tack calls at us and they did the same thing to them so i'm not complaining about but with an officiating crew like that you don't know Right. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, I think it's, it's key what you said. I mean, when we got down there and got that first down inside, uh, inside the one um, at, at right about the two minute warning. And um, we actually ran eight more plays after that eight plays yeah. from then on to, uh, to burn out the clock. Obviously we were aided by the double penalty um, so that we got to go again uh, on, on fourth and, and, and whatnot. But um, yeah, I mean, when we got down there, I was like, I'd kneel it down at least once and make them start burning timeouts 
Um, but instead, you know, they were doing the sneaks, but they were like half-hearted sneaks. Right. You know what I mean? Well, it's like it's like Burrow never really meant to get in. You know what I mean? Yeah, the first few were, but they were trying to get in there towards the end. Yeah. Two, every fourth down after that. And then they waited a long time for Brandon Allen to go up there and spike the ball. Yeah. Like, he got that. I was like, guys, snap it and spike it. Yeah, I mean, let's go. Let's go. Two seconds was a little you we could have we could have gone two or three seconds earlier than that right. and not have you know because i was like oh how how would that be for us to blow that you right. know that be the optic today but just right. but uh, we didn't but we didn't but we didn't but we didn't so before we forget i know we got so excited in the beginning hey you got multiple blows on the victory horn you got the the vintage mighty ducks quacker and you got queen um <laughs> so we were a little but go ahead and tell them where they can find all your stuff and please Absolutely. subscribe please subscribe Please subscribe, hit that little bell for your notifications, drop a comment down below. Let us know how you feel about this win. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at buy and sell you. I write for primetime sports talk. You can find us at talk primetime or primetime sports talk. com. There you go. So I'll just, I'm going to run through this list, but like I said, a lot of it just, you know, some of it was was officiating related. Um, Burrow's first sack, get rid of the ball. I mean, that's just, yeah. yeah. I mean, just those things when they when they stack the line, you just have to be ready. What am I going to do? One, two, gone. You know, um, we right. had no answer for Chris Jones today. I mean, that yeah. was just um, so that's a the PI. I told you, I thought the PI on on uh, on Bates was BS. I also situational football. How many times did, did they convert? They were on first on, on the first half. They were five for seven on third down. And it right. just seemed like we would get them in a third and 10 and then give up this huge play. And it was like, guys, let's get off the field. So that was driving me nuts. Another thing that drove me nuts in this in the second half too, was we made Williams look like Gale Sayers. I mean, that pile yeah. would just move. It was like, how many times do we hit him where it looked like we had him for a no gain or a loss? And, and, and it turned out to be, you know, a significant game where it was five or six or seven yards on first down on these runs that yeah. got to get fixed. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't every time, but there were certainly some times where the problem there was was we were trying desperately to rip that ball out. Right. And, you, you know, every time you do that, you're either going to get the ball or you're going to give him like another five yards. Yeah, um, no, we, were, so, we, we were one for four in the first half. So yeah. we struggled to start. Um, we squandered a fourth down conversion with some bad situational football. Don't give up the sack after we go at midfield on our side of the field. I mean, I like the call. I love the conversion. And then then we go ahead and, and didn't get anything out of it. So I was like, what happened to our run defense in the first half? Like I said, it just seemed like they were getting those extra yards. Um and that's pretty much all I want to say that's negative because everything else is positive. I mean, this team was just was just amazing. They didn't quit. They didn't get down on themselves. Even after the baits that we were down 14, nothing, they come back, they hit the play to chase. It was just, it was just unbelievable. I mean, what a day to show. I mean, God, the way he was pulling away from those guys was unreal. Um, just, uh, and, and I think the league or the country, got to see you know you saw that if they they they, they single covered chase for a lot of the game which i did mm -hmm. not understand and and when they did when the safety went over to try and help i mean boyd and higgins were right there and yeah. i think i think uzama had some key third down catches um you know i just think the country got to see just how 
good Burrow is at distributing the ball. I mean, obviously, if Chase is going to be single covered, just keep going there. Uh, there's no reason not to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 11 catches, 266 yards, uh, which is a Bengals record. He broke Chad Ochocinco's single-game record, uh, three touchdowns. There were also two other records broken. Uh, obviously, Burrow uh, eclipsed Andy Dalton's um, season-long mark for yards. Right. He, he eclipsed his um, uh, the uh, uh, total touchdowns in a season as, uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, that was also Dalton's record, and Burrow beat that as well today. So that's three big records that were set today by guys that are 25 uh, years old or, or less. You know, yeah, what I no, mean? that graphic just showed you just how. I mean, we've been talking about it. This is the fourth youngest team in the league, but they just they just grew up a little bit today. I mean, yeah. I, I I mean, it's time to to go out and get new clothes for the fall because they, uh, <laughs> you know, they these guys just grew a size. I mean, it's just it's right. a maturing thing. We've said we this whole season we've been talking about how the coaching staff's growing together, the team's growing together, and you just saw this was this was a big step today. Um, well, in the maturity and, and of think, the team, and I think Nansen Romo, um, you know, made a really good point, um, and I've I've heard it before, but I can't remember from who. Um, but it's a great soundbite is that, um, you know, when you have a team this young and you've you've kind of jettisoned a lot of the people that were here for uh, some of the losing seasons and the people that were disgruntled and stuff like that. Um, now you've got a big group of guys, uh, including free agents, not just the young guys, but free agents, too, that just don't know any better. They haven't been here for the crummy years. So okay. they're like, well, this is our team now. We don't know anything about the past. We don't care about it. We weren't here for it. So we're writing our own book. Right. No, it's just like, hey, you know, you buy a notorious house where there was a murder and you're just like, you know what? I don't know anything about it. This is my house now. New right. coat of paint, remodel. You know, it's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. That's yeah. I, I we've been saying that all season about how this team's not hitched to the past. Right. And and I think I, I initially had said a few shows ago that five players were we're not, it actually turns out it was eight. I forgot Huber. Um, I had remembered Bates initially, but then you brought up our long snappers. So then it was just, but it turned out it was eight players, but that's still 45 guys of the 53 are, are not Marvin Lewis guys. Right. And the ones right. that are Bates, Hubbard, Boyd. I mean, these guys have no trouble welcoming in the new era. Right. And, right. And, so, and, and moving on there. I mean, they're thankful. They were like, and, I, I don't want to toil here under the same situation. Yeah. Or Uzama was a, was a, you know, fourth that's, you know, a starter. So just, um, just, it was just what a day. And then, then chase. And I said, I just put down chase and the three amigos. Now I know the three amigos. I don't remember if it was the Broncos that had that one or the, I think it's not the Redskins. I think it might've been the Redskins, but one of those that had their core of receivers where they were all good might've been the Redskins with Monk and Charlie Brown and Sanders. Right. Been, but whatever it was, I just couldn't think of another, well, we're going to have to come up with something for these guys. So, but I can all the chase and the three amigos, including mixing in that group. So, yeah. um, but just unbelievable, you know, like I said, fought every step of the way and no point what i love about this team first that they hang in there they never hung their heads when they were down 14 nothing and at no point did this team not think they could win this game right it never happened and that's a reflection of burrow there's no off switch there's the, he's competitive to the end heck the guy's limping off the field you know because he's you know trying to dive in on these quarterback exchanges i'm assuming everything's okay with that by the way 
he was standing there, you know, doing the post-game interview on TV for those of you who didn't switch over to another game at one o'clock. So I'm assuming everything's okay. He can rest next week if we want. I mean, yeah, he had a little, uh, he had a little um, uh, uh, on-field interview with uh, Tracy Wilson uh, after the game. And, um, you know, she was asking him all the, all the usual questions and everything. And he was answering. And then she said, you know, lastly, how you feeling? And he said, good enough. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Um, so it sounds like he's not terribly concerned. Yeah. No, it was when, like I said, I said this in our, in our preview video, cause I was talking about, you know, his presser with the Martindale comment and all that. I just, he's so mature beyond his years. And when he hit chase on that one where he looked at the underneath route and got the safety to bite for just yeah. a second and created that separation. And Romo had said, that's something that, that Brady does. That's something that Aaron Rodgers does. I mean, he's already doing it. He's already dissect. This guy's just amazing. Uh, our future is so bright. I'm so happy we got to the postseason. I, I just, I, I've said all along this, I, I draw comparisons to Buffalo because we're kind of on that kind of progression. Young coach cleans house, brings in his guys. Um, we're on that progression. You know, Buffalo, I believe they made the playoffs their first that year when they first made the playoffs. And then I think Kansas City eliminated them. That, their first game was they had to go to KC. So I think that's on KC's first uh, Super Bowl win. Right. And then, um, and then oh, first one, the one they two years ago. And then, um, then they turn into making the AFC championship the next year. You know, that's kind of the progression we're at. But I don't see any reason. We got a home game in Cincinnati, depending on who we pull. I mean, clearly Indianapolis got beat by the Raiders today. Um, right. You know, so if we pull them, we could beat them. You know, we could run with any of these teams. We beat in Tennessee with Tannehill when we weren't even, we didn't even have all the pieces together that we have now. Right. So whoever shows up, let's just win the game. I mean, Casey's got me believing that in any situation, this team can't come through. They believe it. So why wouldn't I believe it? Yeah. And, and I agree with that. Um, although I will say that the first thing I want to do is beat the tar out of Cleveland um, after, you know, after they whooped us this year. Um, I really want some revenge, you know, as much as I, you know, if, if it turns out that our seed can't get better or worse and we might, you know, elect to uh, sit some guys, then that I guess I understand. Um, but I have a feeling that, that that's not going to be the case, that there might still be a chance for us to move up. Um, so I, I really want to just go into Cleveland and just take them apart and uh, and just leave Cleveland with all the offseason questions about Baker Mayfield and everything yeah. like that after everybody was already crowning them this previous offseason. Well, you know, even if we don't beat Cleveland, all those questions are there. Oh, yeah. As this team, that's the thing about expectations. See, we exceeded our expectations, but they, un, all, both them and the Ravens, and you can look at COVID, you can look at injuries, but those teams did not live up to their expectations. Right. Right. And, um, and with Baker Mayfield, you know, with, with, with Baltimore, they're, they've got, uh, you know, they're, they're hitched to Lamar. Like I said, injuries decimated that team. They're going to be back. Uh, there's not any question about who their quarterback is, who their coach is, that kind of thing. But with Baker, I don't even think he's gotten an extension. Uh, no, not that I'm aware of. No, so there, there's, there's. This is going to be a crazy off season to see yeah. what happens. Um, for a team that thought they had their franchise guy, and maybe they do, but, but they're not sure of it yet. So. Right. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, personally, I say rest Burrow. If Burrow needs the rest, rest him. 
Um, but we have to see where the seeding is. I don't know. Um, I can take a look and see who the Chiefs play next week. We now have the tiebreaker, but the Chiefs, Chiefs play Denver, I believe. Oh, see, they're not going to lose that game. No, I don't think, you know, I, I don't know. So they lost the one seed, but I don't there if if there's a chance, and I don't know who does Tennessee play. That I don't know. Okay, so because they're they're now it's sitting probably. In the I, I mean, it's got to be divisional, so um, I don't know. Who knows? Might be Jacksonville yeah. for all we right. know. Right, so I was gonna say, uh, you know, who's so, the, who's so, the, who knows? Well, that's stuff for our preview coming up uh, later this week. But um, just to, and then let's just talk about the last drive. That turned out to be a 15 play drive. We ne- I said, let's not give the ball back, but I didn't know it was going to be in that fashion where, right. where we're sitting there and then we don't even, and then part of me was like, kick the field goal, kick the, I'll take my homes in 50 seconds. But then I thought about, about, you know, what could happen with this crew it immediately right. came back to all the questionable holding calls and pass interference on us. And the same thing on the chiefs, this, this crew was, I'll say they were fair because they were equally ticky tack for both teams. Yeah. So it was weird because they were ticky tack on the pass interference, <laughs> but they weren't on holding. Henderson was held like the entire game. Yeah. We got one flag, one flag, the whole game. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, it was kind of like they let the trenches go and they just kind of focused on the skill players, but it was, it was equally poor officiating. And, and I, like I said, they could have chucked one up and got the tying field goal and we would have been in a, we'd still be watching a game in overtime right now. You so, know, props, props to our offensive line too. Um, you know, after losing Spain in the first half, um, you know, I, I saw uh, Carmen played uh, quite a bit uh, at left guard after that point. Um I don't think he was the first one to come in, but I think he's the one that finished the game. But anyway, um, they, they played so much better in the second half. Yeah. Um, and really, really were, they were fighting for their guy, man. They were fighting for Joe Burrow yeah. um, because they knew there was no way we were going to win this game unless they got a good push um, and kept people back. Sure. I mean, he still got pressured a lot and he got hit a couple of times still in the second half, but they improved themselves um, way, way, way worlds above in the second half. So, you know, props to them for, for pulling it together, especially missing, you know, one of the starters for the whole season. Yeah. And well, too, because reef isn't there either. So. Right. Well, I'm, I hope we get reef back for the postseason. I don't, I don't think it was, I don't know. Well, well, once again, that's conversation for Thursday, but yeah. um, props to our defense too, because they started tackling in the second half better. They really did. I mean, we, we, like you said, only three possessions, but part of it was we got off the field. Yeah. We, we made those yeah, tackles yeah. on third three, down. And... Three, three possessions, three points. Uh, and I believe they only converted one third down in the second half right. on, those, on those three possessions. Well, what do they have for their total on the third down conversions on the game? Because they were five of seven in the first half. I think they only got one more. I think they were like six of 10, maybe. Uh, there you go. Let me see right here. Six of 11 on third. So they only, you're right. They only converted one more. They were one yep. in four. Second and, we half, were, so. and we were four for 10. So props, like I said, both. I Initially, I got a text with somebody um, saying, you know, that Anna Rumo is getting his ass kicked. I said, both these DCs are getting their ass kicked. Right. I mean, it wasn't because uh, you look at what was going on. Honey Badger was a non-factor. Those mm-hmm. guys were uh, getting either getting flagged or torched by by our receivers but yeah. i think we showed that listen we're a team that can stand there and go toe-to-toe with kansas city right in terms of points yeah yeah i mean and and you know the funny thing is 
you know, as much as they, you know, they, they, well, they didn't dominate us in the first half, but it was, it was pretty clear that they were the better team in the first half Kansas city right. was. Yeah. Um, but then when you look at the, the, the final tallies for the game, um, we ended up with 60 more yards. Um, so we came back on that. Both teams had 23 first downs. Uh, the total plays run were within five of each other. So right. definitely a tale of two halves, but it was Kansas City was definitely the better team in the first. Cincinnati was by far the better team in the second. And I mean, the numbers kind of even out, which kind of explains the score at the end. You know, I didn't print out the first half stats. I just looked at the third downs and then I got preoccupied with some other stuff, um, more like second half bets. But the bottom line was, is in the first 20 minutes, we only had the ball five minutes. So right. we, they, they had it for 15 of the 20. When the game finished, it was 50-50. It was 30 and change to 29 and change. That's correct. So yes. we even the, we, you know, having given up, you know, the, the three to one for the first 20 minutes of the game, we started mixing. We started running the ball with mixing more, keeping Mahomes on the sidelines and doing the third. I don't, I don't know what it was in the, uh, in the second half, but it's probably 2010. I would think. Yeah, I, I would say uh, I would say my problem probably more than that. I mean, considering they only had three possessions and one of them, only one of them, they converted a third. Right. Um, might not, they might not have even had it 10 minutes. Right. So, so uh, it's 20. Yeah, it's 20 plus. And that's and that's the goal when you play the Chiefs, you know, oh, yeah. is keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. And we were able to do that. Um, and, you know, uh, Mixon, you know, we didn't we were we were both a little bit wrong about um, starting out with, you know, going heavy on the run and kind of feeling each other out and everything, because um, it just turned out into a gunslinging fest right from the right from the very jump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, but Mixon still had seven carries for 40 yards. But more importantly, um, he had, uh, he had, let me see how many catches it was. Um, he also he had, had seven, seven, he had seven, seven, catches. seven catches for 40 yards. So he accounted for 86 yards of total offense. So he was still utilized. Um, we didn't run with him nearly as much as I thought we would have, but, um, he was still very much a part of the game plan. Oh yeah. He didn't get to the, uh, we like to see him over 20, but he got to 19 plays. Yeah between yeah. catches and attempts and we don't know how many times he was targeted um uh yeah i don't have that on this on this uh stat i'm looking at but you know he may have been they might have tried to get him a few more passes in there but right. just, just like i said this this team they just hung in there and what a what a great day to put it away today on this stage in front of three quarters of the country um and the NFL's the, we're all the winner. It's not just the Bengals, but I mean, for us as fans, finally, you know, getting a division crown and getting to the postseason, and hopefully ending that playoff drought with a home game. Playoffs. Um, playoffs. Yeah. Playoffs. We're in baby. Um, this is also about, I mean, this team, you didn't want any of these other three teams from the North. The NFL wants, they've got a shot at, at, at this rematch happening in the AFC championship. Right. They have, they have, if, if we end up going deep or when you just winning a game or two, there could be a hurt. If the chargers make it, there could be a Herbert for a reunion. I mean, it, this is an exciting team to watch. Right. Fun to watch. They put up tons of points. They never think they're out of it. They've got a young star who who won the national title in front of the whole country in unprecedented fashion and has now turned around a team in its second year in unprecedented fashion. This is exactly the kind of stories the NFL wants. They wanted Cincinnati in the postseason and they've yeah. got it. And it's like I said, this was the first 
I said this was Manning Brady one. This is Burrow Mahomes one. This is it. This is the first of many meetings with these two quarterbacks. I right. haven't seen Mahomes presser yet. I haven't seen. I saw Burrow's interview after the game, but I want to see his presser. They're both going to throw accolades at one another because they know this is the beginning of a long long rivalry listen manning and brady you know we all watched him play golf in the skins game clearly they're friends off the field you know you make a lot of money together you know playing yeah. against one another you need an yeah. adversary it's this is so this is just great for for the nfl in general apparently uh burrow when he came in for his uh his presser and i didn't i i haven't seen it either but i'm getting you know updates from from uh, uh marissa contapelli on twitter right um, uh, apparently he came in and sat down and before the first question was even asked, he just sat down and went, well, that was fun. <laughs> so the that's my quarterback. That is my quarterback. That's my quarterback. And that's my quarterback. So, well, what just, just what a fun day. What a great, this is just so gratifying. Um, we're a year ahead of where I thought we'd be. I yeah. was, I wanted to be competitive. I wanted to challenge. I thought maybe we get a break. You know, clearly I thought there was a chance because I bet that we would win the AFC North, but you know, you're throwing out a long shot in a future. That's, I just, like I said, I think we're ahead of schedule because I think we can get the playoff win this year too. Yeah. Well, you know, and uh, again, I got this from an update um, at Zach Spresser. You know, they, they said, you know, did you really expect in your third season after the way the first two seasons went, did you expect to be winning the AFC North and making the playoffs? And he said, well, you couldn't have drawn it up any better and kind of got a couple chuckles out of that. And then he said, no, but seriously, we haven't done anything yet. No, um, he's like, we, we've, we've, you know, we're here and uh, we've got a lot of work to do, but we haven't done anything yet. Right. Well, that's, you know what, it was funny when we we're watching the, the bowl game with Georgia yesterday and they're going to do a Gatorade bath on the Georgia coach and he catches wind of it and he turns to them. He says, this, this is nothing to celebrate. Yeah. Your job's not done. Yeah. This is so a semi You win the first game. We got to go beat Alabama next week. Right. You know? And, and that's clearly, and, and that was echoed when Burrow was asked the question after beating Pittsburgh for the second time saying, Hey, you're two and zero against the Steelers. What does that mean? And he goes, it means we're two and zero against the Steelers. This right. team has higher aspirations than beating the Steelers. And yeah. I thought that was a great response. And it's clearly an attitude that's been instilled, you know, that trickles down. And also I think Joe had it when he came here. It's not, you know, this team's a reflection of Burrow. Um, yeah. And, and the, just the, the excitement that's abounding in the locker room is awesome too, because uh, apparently Jamar uh, at his presser, you know, they just threw a bunch of stuff at him. Like, you know, you broke this record and the, you had this many yards and blah, blah, blah. How does that all feel? And he was like, I'm just so excited. I don't really know what to think right now. Right. And, um, and then they asked him, you know, um, how far do you, you know, do you guys think you can make some noise in the playoffs? And he said, I think we can go as far as we want to. Yeah. No. Listen, love to hear that. Love, love to hear that. Listen, it just isn't about, so we got to the postseason. Great. We punched our ticket to the dance. We still got to go ask the prom queen if she wants to go out on the floor. Right. You know, and then we got to try to exit the, the prom with the queen. Right. right. <laughs> I mean, that's the idea. In Donkey Kong, the idea was to get the girl at the very end. You get to the right. Donkey Kong kill screen, you get the girl. Well, right. there you go. So, um, no, it's just a step. But this team, like I said, is a year ahead of where I thought we'd be. Um, For sure. Very, very excited. Um, you know, like I said, it's an exciting team. It really is. And our and our our reverse jinx has worked. And our reverse jinx has worked. I just had to, you know, it was a show me, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I said, and you know, we Pratt was activated off COVID and then didn't play. So I was like happy on Saturday. And then I thought, oh, you know, you know, but, but as it worked out, you know, Hey, rest up, you know, we need you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's just due to the fact that he didn't practice all week. You know, it's, there's not a lot of teams unless a guy is like a 10 year veteran. Uh, there's not a lot of teams that are just going to throw a guy in there without a week of practice. Um, yeah, so. I agree with that. And the only exception is if it's if it's a key personnel member, like Wentz got activated this morning, you know, right. yesterday. And right. But, but what was the alternative? You're sending a nobody out there to play quarterback. You know, right here we had other pieces, and and um, so that's the only caveat. But but still, just uh, and and I should I'd be I'd be remiss to to not mention the fact that it felt like it was going to be a Kelsey game in the first half. Yeah. Oh yeah. Felt like that. You know what he ended up with five catches, 25 yards and one touchdown. That is defense. That is defense, man. And Tyreek Hill didn't do hardly anything until about the fourth quarter. And uh, he only ended up with six for 40. Yeah. Pringle Pringle had some big catches. Hardiman had, you know, we just, uh, you know, looking down the list here, um, Kelsey had his five. It just yeah. seemed very timely when, when he hit the long one, like Hardiman only had one, but it was that big 53 yarder right down the left to left so. sideline. Um, yeah. And, and, but, and, but this is the thing when you're going to play the chiefs, you know, you, they're going to catch some balls. Who do you want catching them? I want Nicole Hardman and Byron Pringle catching right. the ball, not Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, um, because then you're 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 creating a recipe for disaster. So obviously our defense really stepped up um, and did some damage to those guys. I mean, to, to hold them to, you know, a combined 65 yards on 11 catches, uh, which is a horrible average, too, um, is really, really something special. So uh, I'm so glad to, I'm so glad to see that. So and the one other thing we have to mention is kudos to the coaching staff. I mean, for coming in with a game plan, Zach adjusting and Rumo adjusting, you know, keeping your foot on the gas and, you know, getting aggressive going yeah. forward on fourth down when we're we're at our 40 something yard line. I know it didn't it didn't. Um, it didn't lead to anything because we ended up on the next series getting the sack and having to still punt the ball. But right. the bottom line is, is you're sending a message, you know, on fourth down, we trusted you. He hits a good ball to Higgins. Um, it was, uh, like I said, it, it kudos to the coaches. Uh, I think we need, uh, I think we need uh, uh, Eli Apple and Mike Hilton to run receiving drills um, this week in practice. Oh, yeah, because both of, them had- both of those guys dropped just oh. I mean, and, and there's, you know, I say the same thing every game when something like that happens, I'm like, that's why he plays defense. Yes. And yeah, not otherwise, he'd be, otherwise he'd be one of our wide receivers. So right, but, right. Um, no, just, uh, just a great day. So guys, it was a great day. Guys enjoy it. Sam, remind everybody where they can find your stuff. Sure. On Twitter at buy and sell you or at talk primetime. You can find Mark on all of the major platforms at la bengals fan don't forget to hit that subscribe button don't forget to hit that notification bell bell like, baby share the video like it and um and and tell a friend please. if you have a if you have a friend who's a bengal fan say hey watch the show you guys should check this out we're just yeah. trying to grow this channel that's all we ask so uh and comment comment down below comment. all your uh, all your celebratory words let's hear what you got to say Love it. So, so we will be back as always on Thursday with our, uh, with our preview episode of the upcoming Browns game. And then obviously the fall now we'll be back the following week with a 
Playoffs. 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 So, so buckle up. It's an exciting new year. It's an exciting new day. Dey. And That's right. uh, so, with that, I'm going to say, who day, everybody? Who day? Take care.